Tonight's lesson is entitled Anger Record Warm Temperature Anger Record Warm Temperature Numbers Chapter 11 Numbers Chapter 11 Now the people complained about their hardship in the hearing of the Lord and when he heard them his anger was aroused and then Ephesians chapter 4 verse 26 it says this in your anger do not sin do not let the sun go down while you are still angry and then Matthew 5 Verse 22. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with his brother will be subject to judgment. Numbers 11, 1, Ephesians 4, 26, and Matthew 5, 22. Anger. Record warm temperature. I want to begin by by saying that uh, God, our Creator and Sovereign of all things, really must have a sense of humor. Uh, yesterday, the high temperatures in the Chicago area reached record setting. Ranges in the 70s. But by this morning, temperatures had dropped into the 20s and there were snow flurries. God really must have a sense of humor. And every meteorologist, that's just a fancy name for uh, guessers of uh, the weather. Uh, every meteorologist was speaking in terms of record warm temperatures all day yesterday. And as you can see, that didn't last long. And yet that phrase, uh, record warm temperature, grabbed my attention as a unique way to introduce the, the lesson for tonight. Anger is record warm temperature. Uh, this is one record. You really want to stay away from setting. You don't want to set a record when it comes to anger. In the Old Testament, we read time and time again that the Lord's... Um, gets angry. And the phrase I read in Numbers, the Lord's anger was kindled. Um, kindled meaning it blazed up. 
it reached a record warm range. Uh, what what is anger? Well, in the Old Testament, the Hebrew writer uses the word that means nose or nostril to convey the image of a person rapidly breathing in passion, breathing through his nose or nostril. Um, so the writer paints a picture of the Lord breathing hard. Now, we know that the Lord is not a human, that God doesn't actually breathe. Uh, this is an anthropomorphic expression. There's a big word, anthropomorphic. Uh, it means you ascribe human attributes to a being or a thing that is not human. And God is not human. God is spirit. But when the scripture uh, gives God human characteristics like the eyes of the Lord, the ear of the Lord, the hand of the Lord, God's heart, or the feet of the Lord move swiftly. It does so so we can relate to our God in a very personal and intimate and real sense. So, the anger of the Lord was kindled. It's safe to say that there are matters that enrage God. And if you read Numbers 11, you'll find that the people, uh, they were uh, complaining about how hard they were having it, you know, after God had delivered them or was in the midst of taking them to a new land of promise, you know. And uh, this angered, enraged God caused them to, Breathe uh, fast. So what enrages God? Our treatment of him and our treatment of others. But know this about divine anger, that the Lord never loses his temper uh, before it reaches record warm range, God's compassion kicks in and turns the temperature down, just like he did on yesterday. I was excited. Reverend Wardell announced in prayer uh, it was 54 or 57. I jumped up and I went out and I did my 5K plus, which is three miles, uh, and I came back in, put on a bright uh, spring suit, wore it all day, only to leave my office on last night shivering and hurrying to get home to uh, put on some flannel pajamas. Oh, before it reaches record, warm temperature, God's compassion turns his anger down. And we ought to be glad about that. 
Because if love and mercy did not intervene, ooh-wee, y'all, his anger would incinerate us instantly. It'd be quicker than Sodom and Gomorrah going up in smoke. And I don't know how you feel about it, but I'd rather my wife and all my kids and kin uh, get angry with me than the Lord. I'd rather... The church get angry at you than than the Lord. Because Psalms 30 and 5 says, his anger is but for a moment. That's all we can tolerate. Just a moment of it. Just a, a quick moment of it. And aren't you glad God does not stay mad? Hallelujah. Should not that cause us to do all we can to stay on God's good side, keep a smile on his face. Uh, Lent is a wonderful season to shy away from record warm temperatures as it relates to our relationship with our God. Now let's go to the New Testament where the focus is more about human relationships one with another. The scriptures, that is, that I read. Anger, in the Greek language, in which the New Testament is written, is defined as excitement of the mind, violent passion, being enraged. These are all indications that your temperature is rising and it's time to do something about it. Jesus says, in Matthew five twenty two, when one is angry with his or her brother, go to him or her and immediately, privately, and lovingly turn down the heat. Because none of us are wired to maintain our thoughts in high temperature range. We're not made to have passions and feelings unregulated or regulated by emotions only. Uh, We are created with internal restraints, a spiritual thermostat called the image and likeness of God. Hallelujah. Because with him in our lives, we respond to the rising of Tempers, tempers, sounds like temperature, doesn't it? We turn down the settings. Paul teaches the church in Ephesians 4.26, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are angry. Paul's expression beckons us to be speedily. Anger should never be carried about and nourished. That phrase, don't let the sun go down on your wrath or while you're angry, is um, borrowed from Deuteronomy 25, where it talks about a poor man receiving his cloak as promised and his wages paid before sundown. So the Bible's not issuing us a literal sunset deadline that if somebody makes you 
angry at seven in the morning. It's cool to go around boiling in your thoughts and passion as long as you resolve it before sunset. The Bible's not talking about a literal sunset deadline. That's that's too long to linger between rage and remedy. So what can we do? Uh, here it is. Breathe easy. Take a deep breath. Step outside the space where passions are warming up. Always pray. Restrain from speaking until you can speak in love. Because words build up and words tear down. So we'll be careful with our words. Yes, of course, we can be apologetic and say all day long, I'm sorry, I take it back, I didn't mean what I said, please forgive me. All well and good, but here's what's uh, deficient with that. Your words have already been released into the atmosphere and entered the portal of the soul, our ears, and sometimes our eyes. Because there are some folk whose facial expressions are equally or more so irritable as their words. So you cannot retract words or remove a facial expression once they are released. The hearer is obligated to forgive you and accept your apology for your ugly, angry words and gestures. But the hearer has a mind with a memory. So restraint is always the order of the day. And you know, let me go right back to Matthew because it talks about Jesus, who's the often finish of our faith. The Matthew uh, account in the gospel is about the one who Paul is thinking about and the one who was actually in Numbers 11 because Jesus is God in flesh. So just let me reference Matthew 21. Just a little instance. Jesus is entering the temple. It's Holy Week. In a few more days, we'll be observing that. Jesus doesn't approve of what he sees. And what does he do? He overturns the tables of the money changers. And Mark says he drives them out. John 2.15 says Jesus made a whip out of cords and he runs the crooks out of his father's house. A moment of anger, that's right, in the life of our Savior. But it was anger that did not reach 
a record warm temperature. It lasted for a moment. Hallelujah. Uh, each gospel writer says Jesus speaks clearly, not bitterly. He speaks in love. Everything he says is that way. And he speaks with authority. And then Jesus leaves. That's right. Jesus chills for the night. And then he returns to Jerusalem. Sometimes, hear the chief teacher good. Anne calls me the master teacher. Sometimes, you have to remove yourself so you can resume at a later time. Glory to God. I got to remove myself so I can resume at a later time. Oh, yes, anger will arise in us, but it must never, ever, ever get the best of us. So be mindful of those record warm temperatures because just like I found out yesterday, and you did too, they'll cross us up every time. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, this is the word of faith, which I teach tonight. Anger, record warm temperature. <laughs> 